is Iran's fault this week. <laughs> also, San Francisco is covered in human poop. And that's why uh, everyone we love will be quarantined and eventually pull out to starve to death or something like that. Ah. <sighs> There's like a concerted effort to blame coronavirus on the enemies of Donald Trump. Uh, the United States currently has 346 cases. There's been 14 deaths and eight recoveries. The recovery rate will uh, confirmed cases. Yeah, but they've only tested like less than a thousand people. Eight confirmed recoveries. They've only tested less than a thousand people. People are trying to get tested. People are begging the CDC to test them while they're hacking up toxic juices, and they're not getting tested. No soup for you! Because Donald Trump wants to blame Iran for it somehow, and not do anything about it here. I understand uh, that it is Iran's fault because they didn't do enough to stop or test for it. Is that right? Uh, so... Yes, the Ayatollahs made Corona or something is a Twitter thing from fucking death Twitter. And uh, the idea is that the gross uh, heretic enemies of the United States are actively spreading Corona for political purposes because they refused to cut ties with China and they refused to blah, blah, blah. I don't even fucking... Point being, they are just straight saying, if you don't bend the knee to the State Department of the United States, then Corona is your fault. Which is no, sort of like... You, you can't possibly try to understand this properly because your brain has too many wrinkles. Yes, yeah. This is happening at the same time as people talking about how the cities are getting Corona, not because that's where the people are, where the international travel happens, but the cities are getting Corona 
because they're dirty, liberal, degenerate uh, slums of you know sin and shit. Are you are you mean specifically that one person who told you on Twitter that Sam no, Francisco has moved? No, not the only one. It's like a larger trend. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I try to avoid seeing anyone talk about San Francisco at all, so I may have just missed that part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. I'll I'll tell you what. I live in a city, and uh, there's far less poop here than on a farm. Right. It's, I mean, it's all getting flushed down into the river, but it's it's not, like, in a big hole. That's where the farms flush it, too. That's why there's a dead zone in the Gulf. Or I, the bur- I, was, I was thinking of burying it in a hole um, aesthetic. But, yeah, it's unclear whether or not coronavirus spreads through uh, poop. But if it does, boy, this is going to be fucking a mess out here when the quarantine actually hits. Because people yeah. don't know, you know? Like, those of us who have lived in the woods, who have lived on the road... Uh, are aware that like you gotta bury your shit. You gotta bury your shit a hundred feet from water. Yeah, yeah, uphill or more, preferably more. Yeah, preferably more than that. Keep walking. <laughs> like you basically yeah. just walk uphill until you can't hold it anymore. Then you dig a small hole and put your poop in it, or you yeah. dig a large hole, a slit latrine, or a uh, a pit latrine, also known as an outhouse, and. You put your poop in the ground and you wait a long time before it hits the water. Uh, but the people of the city do not know this. And if the water goes out, if there's any kind of um, major infrastructural failure, which there would be if you know, if you can imagine like the people who know how it works got sick and are on lockdown, then yeah, people are just going to be shitting in the streets like it's the fucking Middle Ages. Well, shit buckets, yeah. They're probably going to pick a spot where they're trying to develop next year and they're going to put all the poop there (laughs) (laughs) and make everybody leave and then they're going to buy it. Right. This is pre-gentrification process standard. It's like they used to use punks and now soon they'll just use the poop to drive out the people that live there. But, uh... What else? Update me. That is is pretty much... uh, Let's see what else I got here. Okay, so Corona is the fault of your enemies, whoever you may be. Um, we got United States numbers. Let's talk global numbers because the United States really is just a shitty backwater. Um, with, yeah, with terrible healthcare and no testing going on. Yeah. Uh, 80,652 in mainland China. Are, that's how many confirmed cases. There's not good data on the number of deaths. Um, it's hovering around 3,000, I think. Uh, yeah, it's hovering around 3,000. Um, the recoveries are at 55,473. And if you look at a graph of the recoveries and the deaths, uh, or the recoveries and, yeah, the recoveries and the deaths, and the number of confirmed cases, it goes from the recoveries being less than the number of deaths for a while. And then it starts to accelerate, and then it pops up to the recoveries getting much closer to the number of confirmed cases. So what we're going to see in other places as corona uh, infiltrates is you're going to see it look like everyone who gets it is dying. Um, and then it will, people will start to recover, you know? Yeah, that makes when sense. When everybody you, gets sick, you, and you then some of You die faster those, than you recover. Yeah. 
everyone gets sick and then some of those people start dying and then it really looks like everybody's gonna fucking die and that's when the panic happens people are panicking now but that's when the panic happens but as people start to get better then things will chill out and this will be you know it taking from so this started roughly end of january we are now early march and these numbers this is starting to happen in china so like give it like two months like one month to get everybody sick and then one month to be sick and start to recover and then they can say oh these numbers are the numbers of recovered people because you could actually tell right yeah it's not like everybody's sick and we don't know who's gonna die it's like okay everybody got sick and that sucked and we need to take care of these last few sick people well last few i don't know how fucking long this is gonna last yeah or the the amount of you know it's like the people that were gonna die have died and there's there you know the people who are recovering are infecting less people especially the more you know about it the more you can test about it the more people are able to do effective like social distancing stuff and then are able to like slow the spread so you're you actually like can kind of uh slow the or uh or stop the the, con- the consistent infection because having more people keep getting infected will keep affecting the amount of recovered and the amount of dead right yeah uh so i want to point out that vietnam uh, a country you don't hear about much over here because they beat us in a war like fucking uh disgustingly and, and americans don't like to talk about it just like completely took us out behind the schoolyard and beat us um but the the, Viet, the, the country of Vietnam has uh, had 16 confirmed cases and no deaths, and it's been completely contained for weeks because... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to hear this shit. We don't have anything to do with those people, okay? It's probably their fault. Well, yeah, right, right. You know, how dare they, like, be the enemies of the state of the U.S.? How They must be causing the problem. No, because... They're put anybody coming from an infectious area, including some uh, some people that are not Vietnamese uh, citizens, are coming back. They're being put into two week quarantine with all expenses paid, all oh. meals, all medical care, all bills, mm-hmm. by the government. because you can't fucking tell people to quarantine themselves when they gotta go to work. Right. So that not I don't know that that is. Uh, Why don't you guys old. just sit in the basement and starve for a second? And if yeah, you yeah. leave the basement, you're bad. Yeah, go home and just watch the rent checks pile up. Uh, rent bills. Go home and pay your internet bill. Pay your Netflix Fucking bill. Pay your HBO home home bill. Pay your Disney Plus bill. Anymore. Yeah. So Listen, that's... Man. As long as American society is something to be escaped from, Vietnam won't be doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've also developed uh, the test kit in weeks that the people WHO thought would not be um, able to be developed in months and it's capable of returning results within 80 minutes so Mm. way to go Vietnam the country has reported no new infections since February 13th Yeah, we got a friend over there right now. Actually, she's riding around on a motorcycle in Vietnam, and I feel like she's probably safer than any of us. That's pretty. That's cool. reasonable. Um, mm-hmm. uh, also, in good news, uh, the 
uh, tropospheric uh, pollution coming from the factories of China, from the, the, the four furnaces and the other areas. The productive center of fucking global capital. Tell yeah, me yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they turned off the factory, in, <laughs> essentially, and the pollution went away. How cool is that? Uh, the the mean tropospheric nitrous uh, nit- nitrogen dioxide density just like fucking dropped like a rock. There's just none. You can see it on from space. It's um, almost like if you don't poison the earth, it's better. <laughs> it's like if you if we didn't need to produce all of this trash, then we wouldn't have such a problem with our earth turning into a garbage heap and yeah. trying to kill us. Just so that people don't think that we're some like anti, that we're purely anti, right? It's not like we're just anti-American. I'm against everything. Yeah, well, how dare there be anything? To be honest, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not just the enemies of the State Department are bad, but also the State Department is bad, and also like the Chinese model of productive force. It's bad. Industrialization is bad. It's gross. It's like smoking. It's no good for you. It's killing the planet. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm still into the full automation of production, but I think that- automation is not industrialization. You don't have to be stinky to be cool. <laughs> yeah, you don't gotta lie to kick it. <laughs> yeah. These are. <laughs> Holy shit! I got. <coughs> You know, without all that nitrous dioxide in the air, this weed just hits different. Uh, yeah, so I I think somebody was somebody uh, that I was involved in an argument with, who I have no idea who they are, or why they give a shit, and I don't know why I'm on the internet so much. Somebody was c- concerned with uh, Mr. Bernard's uh, climate plan because he doesn't like nuclear power, and I understand. I feel like ambivalent about nuclear power in a lot of ways i see the i see the arguments on both sides but the main thing it's like if you think that uh stopping fracking and not using nuclear power is impossible to maintain the uh the amount of people on the planet that we have right now then you're completely misunder it's a complete misunderstanding of like the amount of energy it takes to live and it's been shown that you could if you take the uh the, bo- the top 20% of carbon users, like, uh, you know, the, the wealth and income and energy ab- abuse of the world, you take those people down just to the next, just to the 60 to 80% bracket, you could bring up the bottom 40% to the, to the fucking 40 to 60% bracket, and now you've tightened the amount of energy use on the planet, and you still, and now you're still not using more energy, you're in fact using like half, uh, uh, citation needed. You're losing less energy if you just bring down the top users than you are if you even if you bring up the entire rest of the world to a decent still, standard. There is a direct correlation with like there's a thermodynamic dollar value, uh, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know how to calculate it, but it's it's out there. It's like the burrito index is like a caloric vitamin-based value of the dollar, you know? Right, right. One burrito. Like how many dollars makes a burrito? I, I, the burrito I make in an hour. I can live on a burrito a day. 
So that's how much money I need per day to biologically function. Um, big burrito. Well, it's, yeah, it's, I'm not buying a fucking small burrito. I'm not going to some fucking hipster burrito joint. The burrito was invented in San Francisco. The most popular places to eat a burrito are in Portland and Indianapolis. The burrito, that is that's incorrect. The, that's the, no, uh, burritos versus tacos, specifically. Somebody did oh. like a data analysis of the Chipotle menu. That's not where you're going to find a good burrito. That's not where you're going to find That's, not, that's, not, that's not the point. The point is where are you going to eat a taco or where are you going to eat a burrito? Down here in the Southwest, you eat a taco. Up there in fucking Grayland, you eat a burrito. That's because it's for white people. See what yeah. I mentioned in San Francisco. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not talking about... When I say hipster, I don't just mean young white person. No, I know. I mean, you people mean people that eat a burrito as their fucking meal. It's got like of a mango in working. it and shit. And then there's people who eat a burrito because, you know, they're shit-faced and they're like, coming back from the bar and they want to have sort of, they keep hot sauce in their purse kind of situation. Yo, hot sauce is a very important uh, vitamin for everyday life and you should always have some on you. That's basic uh, level of prepper shit you should have in your backpack at all times. Pocket knife, headlamp, bag of weed, bottle of hot sauce. Well-known fact. So you're one of those. Um, I'm just prepared. I'm just fucking prepared for shit. Mm-hmm. I I live in New Mexico. I don't even have to fucking look for hot sauce. I can just reach out my arm any direction and grab hot sauce. It's within arm's reach at all times. Yeah, it's not my problem. I'm just saying you got to be prepared. Just because there's electric lights on the streets doesn't mean you shouldn't have a headlamp. <sighs> Literal rivers of hot sauce flowing through New Mexico. Uh, speaking of hipsters having shit in their uh, purses, mm, what? Emergencies can happen without warning, but Judy <laughs> can help be more prepared than ever. <laughs> <laughs> An actual quote from People Magazine, who have not apparently learned that emergencies cannot happen without warning. Um, but Judy is a high tech, high dollar count preparation prepper uh prep bag prepare for what you can't predict yep it is bright orange it comes in a waterproof backpack size a waterproof fanny pack size bright orange or what looks like a weed tote bright orange 35 is is a prepper kit for um the 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 set of people that is assumed to have all you know like the the Elizabeth Warren demographic the people the Judy yeah it's something it's a it's a uh, prepper backpack bug out bag that you can throw in your Mini Cooper and take to brunch yeah specifically it's like it's the prepper kit for the anti prepper for someone who thinks it's ethically wrong to prep <laughs> they are they are now forced to acknowledge that there is a real reason why you should have basic essentials in the trunk of your car if you want one, <laughs> or somewhere in your vicinity or whatever and uh, they will now spend any I just want to know how much it costs all right I'll tell you so the uh, the mover is oh my god let, let me tell you okay the mover is a go bag stocked and ready with everything you need on the fly the mover is sold out. You can't find out how much it costs. The mover max. The mover max 
is the go bag, stocked and ready with everything you need on the fly. It is a bright orange, roll-down vinyl backpack of the sort that is very popular in places where people ride their bikes on flat ground in the rain to a place where they work on a computer. And it contains such things as duct tape, a phone charger, AAA batteries, a first aid kit, a pair of Judy brand bright orange gloves, two packs of hot hands, a mini meal, and a small bag of emergency drinking water. <laughs> and it costs $180 or four interest-free payments of $45. It also, oh, never mind, I'm looking at something else. No, this, this is barter the barter pack. The uh, they also sell a fucking the, the fanny pack. They sell a fanny pack, <laughs> and the fanny pack has a whistle in it because oh, that's sweet. what you need. That's what I need when I'm in a dangerous scenario, an emergency, where I'm it's like. Oh, it's most important to draw attention to yourself when I, you. I, what I want is for people to be able to find side. me. <laughs> Please uh, help! I'm afraid of my scenario. Please come and take my emergency drinking water pouch. And my cell phone charger, and shoot me in the neck. I'm assuming that someone will come and help me. I'm assuming that someone will come and help me. <laughs> I'll put on my bright orange poncho and just sit here blowing my whistle and holding my glow stick until somebody comes here and helps me get rid of all this money. I demand to speak to your manager. <laughs> <Wee! laughs> but don't forget, in case you happen to need to be quarantined at home or. Be locked in your house trying to protect yourself from the dangerous people with their weird long hair. Their lack of whistles. Their their strange attachment to their own uh, personal safety. No, this, you can, <laughs> their you can bizarre buy. and disgusting and primal attachment to their own personal safety. <laughs> <laughs> Sick fucks who won't help you make you a goddamn sandwich when you are feeling anxious. <laughs> <laughs> or never mind I can't even I was about to go to the bottom hey wait I, I want to say I have anxiety I probably have like a biochemical uh, anxiety disorder that I could get diagnosed for if I had health insurance to go to the doctor but I'm I understand that the worst time to have anxiety is in a crisis that would be very unpleasant so fucking man up is what I'm saying you gotta be ready for crises you man yourself up and get ready because crises are the worst time to have a fucking panic attack and you'll be completely useless to everyone around you and they will just goddamn leave you true and then you'll be eaten by dogs that's right dogs scary dogs uh, dogs are actually like I, honestly more than any other if there's like a civilizational collapse scenario worried about megachurches sure but I'm more worried about them. <laughs> a similar energy yeah Mormons uh, are going to be a problem, but honestly, most likely the mega churches are just going to demand like a fifteen percent fucking non-Christian tax or something. The yeah, they're still going to let you shelter. The dogs aren't going to tax you; they're just going to eat you. Oh man, I didn't. I've never thought about what happens if the kibble supply dries up. Yeah, everyone's going to let their fucking dog go like there was every fucking emergency. The first thing that fucking happens is social norms <laughs> go down, the center disappears, the white people escape, and then the dogs get loose. Holy shit. <laughs> and like, if that shit lasts more than a week, the dogs like fucking, you know, fucking bingo out there, fucking whatever fucking weird. Like your stupid little fucking schnauzer is going to be out there killing rats. And it's going to be like the advanced scout for like all the fucking Dobermans behind it, you know? That's true. That's And they pack up. They totally do. So the thing, so in that case, really, c- city city uh, disaster scenarios, um, what you should Can you imagine getting took down by like 30 healers, man? No, see, like what the I'm little thinking, ones? 
Yeah, oh, that would be embarrassing. They're just it's, it's not embarrassing because they'd be like fucking like a horde of rats, man. The little healers, they're like <laughs> they'd be climbing like, up each other to eat your ears. Shit, but they'll just fucking swarm you because they're yeah. smart, man. They're fucking herding dogs, and all these fucking herding dogs are the scariest thing in the universe. They're just herding they, each like, other with their eyes. People, fuck that shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, humans so, not worried about other humans and shit. I'm just worried about the dogs. Man. The main. Th- so in this case, the the best thing to do would be to invest in a large amount of like. Uh, like steak bones and bacon offends and shit, and then have a crowbar, and then you've got pretty much both ends covered, and you can accrue to yourself a large herd of dogs, uh, become the pack leader through dominance and alpha behavior with the crowbar, such as leaning on them and really fucking, really levering them out of place, if you know what I mean. And then, and then you have a fucking pack of dogs. So if people don't want to fuck with you. The dogs eat them, and if people are cool, you can feed dogs. You're not gonna have the pack of dogs. I'm gonna have the pack of dogs. I'm gonna become animals. Is gonna have you. No, I mean maybe maybe I will be naked and howling with along with them, but I will be the fucking leader. No, they're gonna have you for breakfast, man. No, if I'm gonna have them as as garbage disposals, as long as you have snacks, dogs are your friend. You don't have snacks in this fucking scenario. We're talking about the apocalypse. I'm saying what you should prep with is just one giant fucking tote full of rawhide bones and a crowbar. That's all you need. And a flashlight and a bag of weed and some hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, you could spend two hundred <laughs> You could spend two hundred and fifty dollars on the Judy uh the safe. Everything you need for up to seventy two hours of self. Everyone's gonna be out here like fucking looting Walmart and stuff. This You're is literally like your panic attack. <laughs> Just clutching your tote and just muttering to yourself as your as your spouse and children cry in the corner and you can't help them because you're having too if much. My situation uh, gets feels- fucked, I'm just going to be at the Walmart parking lot shooting dogs. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I don't want yeah, like just- a big gun. I want a 22. I just want to kill all the dogs. I'll live on dogs. That is my fucking service to humanity. The dogs will fucking overtake us if we don't go out there and use them as our primary source of food. They owe well, it to saying- us. We've That's why I'm saying you should hurt thousands them. of years. I'm going to collect live dogs because it's easier to store meat on the hoof, so to speak. You won't even have to, man. They'll be everywhere. Yeah, so I'm going to be I'm gonna be in, a, in the sea of them. I'm going to be walking down the block just wall to wall, just dogs, like black block, but dog block. We're just going to be – we're just going to slide across you and all of your meat will be gone and your bones will be left behind like a piranha. Like True. A, the effect of this is what I'm imagining, except that you will also have been consumed by this. Yeah, but you don't understand my way with uh, creatures. We'll see. A creature that can rule the universe. <laughs> to, uh, this comes with a cheap multi-tool and crank radio. Very important thing to have so, because there's one thing you can always do when you're in emergency, and that's listen to the weather channel to find out if it's raining. And two hot warmers. Oh, no, eight hot warmers. One for each hand of each member of your two child, one spouse family. Uh, you get your glow sticks and a whistle. You got your first aid kit. You got two bottles Does of Purell, awesome? which is like $10,000 worth of Purell right now. Um, <laughs> you've got a mini meal, 400 calorie apple cinnamon food bar. <laughs> the, <laughs> the mini meal is a Nutri-Grain bar. And it's like, do you think people are going to be robbing you for this? Um, and of course, five-year shelf life, emergency drinking water. <laughs> this, this honestly, this makes me really happy because this means somebody finally figured out just how to straight take people's money. This is like, 
This is like $25 worth of stuff at Walmart, and they're charging $250 worth for it. And Well, the prepper thing has always been a market. Yeah, it's a yeah, fucking but, scam. But the, the whole idea of prepping is a fucking scam. But, the, but usually the focus of prepping is finding people who are scared and insecure and... Um, and taking their what little money they have and giving them not enough shit. But in this case, you yeah. can just continue to rake in the money because you have found the insecure rich people. Ah, this is like that's what fucking, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the three hundred and fifty dollar Goop brand N ninety five mask. There was this televangelist that was selling uh, uh, survival kits, and it was like he's still doing yeah. it. Yeah, he's he's been called on by the fucking World Health Organization to stop doing that right now because he's selling colloidal silver. No shit. As the cure to the coronavirus. Yeah, no colloidal shit. silver isn't the cure to shit. It's absorbed into your body as fucking metals. That's amazing. Uh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Some people I mean, like dogs. I like that guy. Uh, yeah, sure. I I like I like letting weird old. Fundamentalist Christians get sick and die as much as the next guy. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Baker. Jimmy Baker's been a fucking sham since the '80s. He used to roll with Tammy Faye Baker, his wife, who I think divorced him for being a cheating scum sucker, and he reinvented himself as the prep and preacher or whatever. It's amazing. Yeah. That's a trajectory. That's what it is to be a real fucking podcaster. That he's been a <laughs> podcaster since before it was cool. He is on the grift. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm off Judy now. The fact that they called it Judy just is like a Ready whole other level. It's like, you know, uh, are you? It's is like, she a? Is, you, like is the she, Karen is friend of, of Dorothy? You know what I mean? It's the Karen of prepping. <laughs> it's the Karen of prepping, Judy. This has been a <laughs> because uh, you never know. Uh, you can't predict or expect when an emergency will strike. Judy brand boxes of food trash. It's the Karen of prepping. This is a very long advertisement. The manager of the wild. This is a this is our new advertisement model. Wait, what'd you say? Gives you a direct line to the manager of the wild. Also, we can start making prep kits. <laughs> the manager of the wild. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can buy our uh, intergalactic railroad branded prep kits for only half as much as a Judy container. They're camo and they're on the app store now. And um, we will literally go and steal someone's Judy kit and paint <laughs> a camo for you and sell it for half of what it's worth in the store. I actually, I actually have camo wrapping paper because that's how I do Christmas. It's real tree, so it'll be perfect. Just we paste it on there. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I love the idea of getting advertisements by just talking a lot about a product and then going and extracting money from them afterward not to rob their customers. This is amazing. This is, this is what they call uh, dark advertisement. Dark advertisement? You <laughs> 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 fucking the dark enlightened advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> We're like hitmen for products. Man. Uh, Industrial what? society and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. Dude, don't... Don't quote Ted Kaczynski on the fucking podcast. <laughs> you have to. I have to be able to see the sunglasses of your eyes if you want to talk about that. Well, so Ted yeah, Kaczynski is kind of a piece of shit. A very much a piece of shit. His politics are a piece of shit, though. Anti-Semitic piece of shit. Yeah. But industrial society and its consequences have, in fact, been a disaster for the human race. 
Uh, that's yet to be seen. It's not yet to be seen. It is an ongoing disaster. You know how they're fucking always being like, oh, communism killed a hundred bajillion people. Well, no. Industrialization killed a hundred bajillion people. It killed them in Russia, it killed them in China, it killed them in Europe, it killed them in America, it killed them in Australia, it killed them on the moon. Like, fucking industrialization kills people. It is pain. Industrialization has been a disaster for individual humans in large amounts for a while. Uh... But the whole process, as for human society, I think it's yet to be seen. The uh, the process of giving birth looks very, very upsetting and most likely going to lead to death until it leads to birth. Mm-hmm. I was going to say puberty. Similarly, yeah. yeah. They both appear that they're going to destroy you, and then they turn out to change you into a new and better person. They're also both kind of... You could... It's a disaster. Yeah. All right. A di- uh, disaster, catastrophe, who's to say? Yeah. Um, it is a disaster. <laughs> like, we were never going to go to space without industrialization. I don't know what you call it, how you get to space, if you're not industrialized. I don't know what that um, is. Well, mass society is, when I'm talking about industrialization, I'm usually, I'm just talking, I'm referring to mass society as a social reproductive construct. Yeah, but are you, how are you going to get to space without uh, a social reproductive How are you going to make that argument and then turn around and talk about degrowth? Uh, I, I uh, don't think that the process of uh, extraction and the growth of the, the abstract uh, monetary form and the, co- the corporate form are necessarily like synonymous with um, mass technological society. Right. But, like, technological society doesn't have to be a mass society. In a mass society... What do you mean a mass society? Clarify. A mass society. So, like, radio. One person talks into a microphone, 10 million people listen to that guy talking to a microphone. That's mass media. Uh, you know? One network exudes fucking TV for everybody. That's like mass that media. Catholic form. The body... Catholic meaning of the body. The body... Soci- the body of society, the one guy that's in charge. What? You like yeah, me? so, like, mass society is, like... Uh, for instance, hot dogs are a mass society product. This is the ultimate. <laughs> you will you put this in a, your mouth. You take a biologically complex thing, you grind it up to make it uh, a substrate, and then you form it into a distributable shape. That is like what I'm talking about with mass society. That the fucking um, that's what happens to human bodies and human minds. That's how society functions. And the idea originally was to overcome misery and we replaced misery with anxiety now there's enough to eat but everything is terrifying and fucked up because we live in machine land um, mm-hmm. but, we've uh, always been at war with the natural world yeah right but it does not have to be this way at all it's a what thing that like that had an advantage over other things and then Europe like fucking orcs invaded the human world right. and uh Installed their fucked up weird death cult of industrialization. So I've always seen. We can just. I mean, I see the I see the mass society thing even in pre-industrial forms. You know, the the hive ape thing where uh, where you have the one person like massively uh, uh, what the one person leading the body made of many people. And I see the mass. The mass. So you have that beforehand. You got you got religion, uh, the like, and the like, religiously validated state and all that shit. But I I, per, I have always perceived the industrial process as being essentially about emergy, 
embodied energy, the thermo thermodynamic dollar that you were talking about. Suddenly, uh, there was this incredible amount of power, right? Like, fossil fuels, steam engine, burning coal to make a machine work harder than a horse. So you suddenly, like, have gone past animal muscle power, which is pretty inefficient because it comes from, you know, from photosynthesis. Embodied energy is actually measurable. You measure it by the amount of sunlight that hits a uh, fucking square foot of ground on the Earth, and then that amount of sunlight that can be processed in certain ways, photosynthesis gets like 60% of the energy out of it, and like an animal eating that stuff gets like 10% of the total solar energy. I don't know if these numbers are exact, but it's about like... It's about a, the, generally, like, it's a rule of tens, yeah. You get one-tenth of the energy of the total caloric right. value of the things you eat. Right, yeah. And it's so it, and you and there's like a literal caloric value of sunlight hitting the earth which like solar panels now approach or have surpassed the ability to draw the sun to to take that sunlight and do something with it um, that photosynthesis has. But up till then, that was the most efficient way of getting energy from the sky and which is where it all comes from. And so uh, except for geothermal energy, that's a little bit well, okay. But that, originally that also comes from the sun. And uh, yes. and so you so. Oh, fuck! Why did I say this? You're saying industrialization made a more efficient process of getting energy from the sun. That, but it made a more efficient process for getting energy from the sun, but mostly because it was using up stored energy cakes from underground. You know, like right? All of the, the the fossil fuel boom was essentially like dumping a handful of sugar in the petri dish, and then you get a massive overgrowth. Of Much the like things. fucking Gorbachev said. At the collapse of the fucking Soviet Union, how's it? They burned down the house to light a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what happened. We we burned. We literally burned down the house to like have a, a brief century of partying under bright lights. Yeah, taking airplanes everywhere, and that's right. what that's ultimately what it comes back to with the whole uh, pollution over Wuhan thing is, and and over the rest of mainland China, is that. Our, uh, our use of resources is stupid. The general intellect is stupid as fuck. And we're like out here burning gasoline in chainsaws to cut down trees that don't need to be cut down just to, because we want to fuck a view or whatever it is. And we don't want them breaking up the, the sidewalk, which we have uh, suffocated the earth with. So, and, and we live in this stupid as fuck general intellect but it doesn't have to be that way and maybe it is because it's a mass society and like the, the fact that anybody should be the head of the mass means that the head is tends has the tendency to be as stupid so, as anybody else when I'm talking about mass society when we talk about the mass um mass uh, like people's movements you know of the 20th century the 20th century is like the the era of the mass Politic, and like when you try to get like a people's movement going on, right? Like the Bernie shit is mass politics, um, and so is all the rest of that other shit. It's mass politics. You're trying to get everybody on board this idea. You're trying to get everybody to move in this direction, regardless of how they feel about it. You know, um, compare that to like a network mm -hmm. politics. Um, there's this fucking I think it's a zine called Anti Mass. It's very good. Uh, talking about clicks, talking about um, networked insurgency and shit. Generally, like it was like some of the early networked insurgency shit was talking about how uh, instead of tr 
trying to affect society as a substrate. You know, like it's not like America is this homogenous thing. Uh, our milk is homogenized, but our people are not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the milk people are though. You know, like the milk people are not even, not even. Each person has, you know, each person is so bizarrely like in personality or whatever. They have so many fucking things different. And each person can respond to trauma differently, just respond to situations in a new way. Everyone has the possibility of new life. Everyone thinks I'm black-billed, but really the way I think about it is <laughs> I just need to let people know that this particular thing is broken because there are other options. <laughs> and, the like, the other thing that comes up a lot is uh, instead of treating society as a substrate, you treat society as a soil, as a territory, right? Like, as a... Uh, patterns of uh, flow. Mm -hmm. Like, it's this very Deleuzean thing. Like, Deleuze took, like, the substrate and is like, what if instead of one substrate, there was two substrates, and they were both wolves, and they were gay? <laughs> is that, but that's the whole he book? Doesn't, he doesn't go far enough and say, like, what if instead of a substrate, there was a tree, and the tree had wolves, and it grew the wolves, and they lived in this ecological manner until one of the wolves fell out of the tree and died and there was actually like this really distinct cause and effect flow that ran through the entire fucking thing and it turns out mass is an illusion E equals MC squared nothing is real reality is subjective and we have to build God <laughs> no yeah that's except the last sentence that's pretty much exactly what he says um, yeah is that but yeah because the whole the whole rhizomatic interactions between things rather than observing Oh, this is a uh, this is a stand of plum trees, um, and they, the one plum tree like breeds off and becomes another plum tree through sexual reproduction with other plum trees. It uh, he he perceives they uh, Deleuze and Guattari they perceive the bee or wasp that goes between the, the bee that goes between the uh, different flowers of the plum trees and is actually part of their sexual reproduction because without it they would never touch their flowers together. It is actually a, an organ of this multiplicity, and at the uh, at the same time, there are like uh, you know fungi and particular uh, types of of climatic patterns that are also part of this multiplicity. That you just don't get more plum trees without having a certain type of summer and a certain type of fall. Yeah, and that's why this relates to China in the sense of uh, like the pollution going away or whatever the fuck, like coronavirus, the, the viruses that we get, I think, are an extension of the human experience. Yeah. I think that it actually, like, a lot of that stuff is just stored in the human genome and comes out when the population does its thing. Uh, I... Okay, that's not... Probably not how this RNA-based virus, like, transferred from uh, animals to people, but, yeah. The, the, the potential for... The, the inherent potential for like a virus to be created and produced uh, or produced and distributed and uh, transmitted in the way that it is being right now it was inherent in, within the structure of global uh, uh, capitalist interaction already. The mass society creates the possibility for the one mass to get infected and for that thing to spread throughout the whole thing because it's also interconnected. Um, so that so the virus was implicit. And that, that's why there are, like, fucking Dean Koontz and Michael Crichton books about this from ten years ago that are, are that pretty much describe the exact kind of dumb way that this is going down. Because it's just in, 
if this this virus shaped hole was created in society and it's just like well let's see what falls into that hole it's oh it, oh it was a virus yeah this is what's happening yeah i mean like it was going to be a virus it's always been when has it not been a virus <laughs> like you make a virus shaped hole you get a virus yeah yeah it's something like how proteins to. work and right, shit. Yeah. you make a shaped hole for a specific object and eventually that object will fall into it 